0: Welcome everybody to the second ever episode of Topical Brainstorm. I'm your host Garrett Fox and this is my co-host Christian Larson. Christian, how are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you, Garrett? I'm
0: doing quite well. Just got done with another fantastic chapter. What did you think about it?
1: Um, yeah, I thought it was good. It had a lot of um had a lot of good points and it kind of goes hand in hand with the first chapter, I thought.
0: I thought so too. I remember specifically in the last episode, um, I said at some point that people just want to be appreciated. And that's exactly what this chapter was about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. um, I do remember you saying that. And I hadn't read ahead at that point. I don't know if you cheated, but um, you're right. People want to be appreciated and this. The main principle of this chapter that he kind of says at the very end is to give honest and sincere appreciation. And I think that's really good advice um, to replace complaining, as we talked about last week with appreciation. Um, I also just thinking about it, you definitely, when someone gives you a real sincere compliment, you just honestly like instantly like that person, I think.
0: No, for sure. Especially if it's sincere, I think that's the key—is the sincere, the sincere aspect of that. Because, like the like Dale talks about, you can tell most of the time if they're just trying to flatter you to get what they want, and no one likes that person that does that. Mm-hmm. So, the sincere aspect of that is definitely the most important.
1: Yeah, I, um, I agree, and. He definitely spends some time, um, kind of comparing those two. Well, appreciation and flattery, and how appreciation is, you know, sincere compliments, like you said, and flattery is is insincere and it's cheap praise. Um, and there definitely is a huge difference between the two. I think looking back at people I've interacted with, I can definitely think of some people that give a lot of compliments but it's always just a little awkward and a little like it comes off as fake, you know.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Which like they are trying to give compliments which is a good thing and I don't like hate any of those people that I can think of, but there is a huge difference when someone gives a compliment that, you know, really hits you and you're like, "Wow, that's so nice." <clears throat> yeah, I agree.
0: I I like how he kicked off the chapter um, in the book. He said, making making any person want to do something is the only way to get anybody to do anything.
1: hmm
0: Which I've never really thought about. And then he goes on with the examples of you can make them want to do something by like force or by appreciation. Mm-hmm. And I've never thought about it in that way, but that's definitely true. And appreciation works way better.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, holding a gun to someone's head probably works too, but uh, long-term effectiveness is is low.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, Lincoln said everybody likes a compliment. And Freud Freud said the desire um, everyone has this desire to be great. And John Dewey, who apparently is some American philosopher, I've never heard of him, but I'm kind of not really well read in my philosophy, <laughs> said everyone has this desire to be important. And I feel like, as Dale talks about, that's what the appreciation really feeds into is everyone's desire to be great.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. And, um, I, I definitely feel that, you know, I feel that desire to be, or that craving to be, to be great and to be appreciated. Um, another quote that, or another thing that, um, Dale Carnegie said was, That the deepest principle in human nature is the craving to be appreciated. Um, Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because there are a lot of cravings that us humans have. Um, Yeah. He also talked about how because this principle has has existed since the beginning of mankind, that because our ancestors... It was due to this craving that our ancestors created civilization. Dude, I
0: thought that was so cool. Like, I've never thought about that, but... It's totally true. Without that, why would we have wanted a civilization?
1: Yeah. It's uh it's pretty wild. And I mean, I think I think a lot of things go into that, you know, like it drives competition. It drives, you know, the desire. I mean, a lot of it can uh kind of come down to like pride as well. Yeah. Um And there are negative aspects, but I definitely think that, yeah, that was super interesting. I never thought about it that way, but, but I think he's right. You know, I think all the great achievements have come because people wanted to be respected or noticed or, or, um, better than others (laughs) on the negative side of things.
0: I totally agree. And it's honestly, I've been thinking a a lot about this chapter, a lot through the eyes of capitalism (laughs) With like competition and stuff. And at least at that part, I thought of capitalism. Because capitalism functions because people have a desire to be important. And because that's what makes capitalism successful as opposed to socialism. Where everyone's life just kind of sucks unless you're at the very top which I thought was really cool considering what's going on in the world today with people. People have this desire to be important and they think that by abolishing capitalism that they will somehow become important just like everyone else that is successful in within that system, which is not true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I agree and I also think I mean I I think you know I don't think capitalism is a is a perfect system obviously no systems yeah. really are but I think this principle also I mean another part of it that we'll get into later I'm sure talks about how 95% of the time that everyone 95% of people's time they spend thinking about themselves which
0: that's crazy.
1: Yeah. It's pretty wild. I mean, I think like the, the downfall or the, the flaw in capitalism is how people can kind of be left out in the cold, which, which is the way it works, you know, right. It's like survival of the fittest, but I also see the need to obviously care for, care for people, underprivileged people or the elderly, stuff like that. And, I think the more time we spend thinking about others, thinking about ways to you know show appreciation for others or serving others, um, you know, obviously fix that fixes or can correct the flaw in you know the system. But but I agree. I mean, competitiveness is is key in in the world. I think, and um, that craving to be appreciated is driving most of it, I think.
0: So what do you think, in your opinion, and I don't want this whole episode to just be about capitalism, but how would you fix the problems with capitalism? Because in my mind, the only problem with capitalism is when it becomes crony capitalism, which is not the same as capitalism. Um, do you know what crony capitalism is? I do not. Basically, it's monopolies and and stuff like that for me. Got it. So, but I don't know. What's your opinion?
1: Um, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that's when it gets tough, you know, like Amazon, for example, has gotten some hate lately because it's obviously massively successful. Yeah. Um. But then it also, you know, promotes its own products. Yeah. I was reading something or someone was telling me about this. Maybe it was you. I don't even <laughs> remember. But just how people took, had issue with how it was like the marketplace, but then also sold its own goods and promoted its own goods at the marketplace, which is true. You know, there's always like Amazon's choice and it's near the top and it's their own products. Um, and I, I mean, I can see, I can see where that gets dangerous, you know, how that yeah. makes it impossible for other competition to even, even get its foot in the door. Yeah. Um, so I, I can see like laws to fix that, I guess. But again, I don't, I don't have the answer. I don't know how exactly is the best way to, to fix something like that.
0: Yeah. Well, in my opinion, like, people hate on Amazon because they're this wildly successful company. But I would really love to see the people that hate on it so much and ask them when the last time they shopped on Amazon was. Because I'm pretty sure it was within the last month, you know? Like, yeah. everyone uses Amazon. That's why it's so successful. Um, and it definitely has made our lives better, which is something that capitalism does when it's done right but yeah i don't know there's a lot to think about there uh let's go back to the the book though um actually i i do have a question for you Mm -hmm. and like how do you show appreciation for kylie your wife
1: um that's a good question i i mean yeah looking back at our podcast last week i felt like I just like looking at the example you used or all from like your workplace, you know, yeah. And all the examples I thought of, were, I mean from our history of being roommates, but also like applying it to my wife, you know, cause that's the most important relationship I have. I have. Um, but I, I think appreciation is a really big need in a marriage. I think, um, and I'm obviously new at this. only been married for like a year. So, uh, I'm a rookie for sure, but um, I think a sincere compliment goes a very long way in um, overcoming other you know shortfalls in a marriage because there's always something that you can complain about or that something that can get on your nerves in a relationship such as a marriage, but giving a really good compliment or um, just noticing maybe little things that the other person does for you, the person does that you like um, and expressing those things. I feel like that goes a huge way in getting closer to your spouse.
0: So what is a compliment you've given Kylie recently?
1: You're putting me on the spot here. I know. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) I know Kylie's going to listen to this later, so
1: <laughs> funny. Um, I mean, I do give her compliments.
0: <laughs> I, I know. I, I I bet you do. It's hard to be on the spot like that. Um, I've seen you interact with your wife. I know you love her.
1: <laughs> Let me think.
0: We'll just edit this long
1: pause out. <laughs> yeah, geez,
0: dude. Uh, we can come back to that too if you want.
1: Just give me one second since you're going to edit it anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I might just leave it in.
1: Oh, Who knows? gosh. <laughs> you know, I just give her so many compliments. It's hard <laughs> to pick one. No. Yeah. You know, she's very good. She's very good at planning things and she probably doesn't think she is but she's really good I don't know she's really good at just having fun ideas or um planning things and so like the other the 24th which in Utah is a state holiday so there were fireworks um we went to a park we took our dog to a park to get her some exercise and then like what are we gonna do it was it was getting later and then i was just like well we could just go home and like relax um but i also love fireworks oh she brought up going home and i was like yeah we could do that just like trying to be agreeable because i'm i usually am but um she ended up throwing out this idea of just like driving out to harriman which is an area that she wanted to look at because she'd met a bunch of people out met a bunch of nurses out there and um I we're trying to find like a place to potentially settle down and buy a house within a few years, but we ended up driving out there. We found this really nice spot. We were able to like look over and see all these fireworks going off from just people having shows. And it was a super nice way to spend, um, the evening. And I was thankful for, um, that idea that she had and that we didn't end up going home. Cause that would have been much less memorable. Um, and uh, I probably didn't give her as good of a compliment as I should have or expressed appreciation for that. But um, that was one nice thing that she did recently that I will give her appreciation for next time I see her. How about that?
0: I just let her listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> now you should tell her. It's not a bad idea. But. Um, yeah, that's cool. I, I have heard you tell like you've told me before that Kylie's really good at communicating and I thought I always think that's a good compliment because a lot of people suck at that
1: yeah I I suck at that <laughs> <laughs> I've made progress but um, she still asks me to communicate better on yeah. a fairly regular basis so it's a work in progress
0: yeah huh I feel like that's Probably, like, I'm in the dating process right now, and uh, I'm not very good at it, and I feel like that's probably something I can work on, is appreciating the person I'm with better. Um, yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. What do you think? Um, Obviously,
0: you're past the dating stage, but...
1: <laughs> yeah. Um one quote that I loved probably my favorite quote from this chapter that I think applies to your question was from Emerson and it said every man I meet is my superior in some way in that I learn of him. Yes. Um, I think that's an awesome perspective and I think if if you can you know better remember that in your day-to-day interactions and everyone's obviously applies to me too. But, um, I mean, I'm sure when you like first dates can be awkward, right. But if you see it as an opportunity to, to learn something from that person or to like find their good qualities, I feel like that's a great way of, of kind of, I mean, showing appreciation too in that process. If you're trying to like really meet someone and ask them these questions to figure out, what you like about them, you know? Yeah. Um, and then once you do find something, compliment it sincerely. I mean, I think that's a great way to, to apply that principle and to learn from people and to show and give appreciation.
0: Yeah, I agree. I've noticed like, uh, again, an example from work, uh, the other day, this lady called and I had no idea. She had talked to one of my coworkers earlier in that day so I put her on hold, so I could talk to the coworker she had talked to to try to figure out what was going on. And I eventually just picked up the phone and was like, "Hey, I'm I'm sorry you had to hold so long. I wasn't able to talk to my coworker yet, but let's just start. Let's just start over. Um, and we we went through the process of what she she needed one more time." And then at the end, I was just like, well, thank you so much for your patience. Um, It'll be ready for you in the next five to 10 minutes. And her attitude when I said that changed immediately. She immediately she was just like, oh, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. So just appreciating her patience really like. Really helped out, really diffused the situation, I guess. It wasn't much of a situation, but, I mean, she wasn't happy, and after that, she was, so.
1: Yeah, that's a good example.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the example that um, Dale gives of Stevie, Stevie Morris, also known as Stevie Wonder. Do you remember that story?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, basically Stevie, um, one of his teachers, at one point in his life asked her or asked them. I was I don't know if it was a he or she, but they asked Stevie to help them find a mouse that was loose in the classroom, um, and he could do it because since he was blind, he had really good hearing. And that was the first time he had ever been praised for his hearing, and that led him to develop um, that hearing even more and become the sensational pop star of the 70s that he was. Um, basically, what I, what, I, what I like about that story is that one, one case of appreciation can change someone's life. Uh, I don't want to ramble, but another example, uh, when I was in high school, I was in calc, calculus, AP calculus, and the year before I took that, I can't, went up to my teacher and I asked her if I should take that class, and she told me, no, if you don't change your study habits and you take this class, you're going to fail. And I was like, fine, I'm going to take it anyway, and I'm going to pass just to show you that I can do it. And the next year, that teacher wrote me a letter that I got in the mail. And she said, hey, Garrett, I'm so glad you decided to take this class. Um, and you're doing really well. And I really appreciate like the time and the effort that you've put into this class. And at, I still remember that really well, which is really cool because at the very last sentence of this this book says, uh, Be hearty in your approbation and lavish in your praise, and people will cherish your words and treasure them and repeat them over a lifetime. Repeat them years after you have forgotten them. And I'm pretty sure if I went back to her, she wouldn't remember that. But I do, which is kind of cool. It really speaks truth to that sentence in that book.
1: Yeah yeah that's that's a that's a great story sounds like a a good teacher
0: good, yeah, um, like
1: and also the teacher of Stevie Wonder you know like that's one moment that happened in history that would not be remembered at all if it were not for Stevie Wonder you know like he that obviously had such an impact on him and changed his life um
0: yeah for you sure. know I
1: think I think we all have people in our lives who have have said things to us that have impacted us a lot, and um, I mean, I definitely had had a couple. I mean, a, uh, a couple coaches growing up. One in particular who was like my soccer coach for four or five years when I was a kid. Um, I mean, I don't remember any like specific compliments he gave me. But I definitely remember he always just, um, like, there was never criticism that was, like, hurtful, you know? I mean, as a coach, your job is to, like, obviously, you have to give criticism to help people get better at what they're doing. And he was coaching a bunch of nine, 10 year old boys. So <clears throat> I'm sure, I'm sure he was, like, coaching well. But I just always remember his attitude of, it was just appreciation for whenever we listened and it was always, he just had a great attitude and I always felt, I don't know. I remember him just being a, a very good coach and um, I always felt appreciated and, and loved by him. Um, and I don't, you know, I haven't talked to him in in 10 years or something, but um, I'm very thankful for that example um, of patience and And appreciation I had in my life.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Dude, there was a lot in this chapter. Um, And they're all just stories, like basically the same story, but they're the same outcomes, but with different stories. Yeah. I really like the story of Charles Schwab. Um he's the one that actually said I am hearty in my approbation and lavish in my praise. And me not knowing what approbation meant, <laughs> I had to look it up. <laughs> it means um it means basically praise. So he basically he says I'm hearty in my praise and lavish in my praise. <laughs> but well, that's not. Let me look it up again. <laughs> Approbation, Appro- approval, or praise? Approval, then. So I am hearty in my approval and lavish in my praise. Um, and I think that that's super cool to me. Um, just so everyone knows, Charles Schwab uh, was appointed by Andrew Carnegie who was a very, very successful businessman in America in the early 1900s, I believe, uh, to be uh, basically the CEO of his company. It was was a steel company. And he was the first person ever in American history to be paid a salary of over a million dollars. And as Dale puts it, he was paid the salary when... If you're making thirty dollars at the time, you're living well. I, he he may have said fifty, thirty or fifty dollars. You're like doing really well for yourself. And he gave Charles Schwab this money to lead his company, not because he knew everything about steel, but because he was really skilled at de- at dealing with people. Um. basically he never said anything bad about anyone and he just praised the heck out of everyone
1: uh yeah that's a good story it reminds me of kind of the intro to this book hopefully i remember this right but um there's the statistic given um it mentioned that like financial success is 15% technical knowledge and 85% skill in human engineering Yeah. or, or the ability to lead. Um, and yeah, it is crazy. There's a story like that in the first chapter too, how, um, these big successful business leaders, um, hired people not because of their knowledge or their skill, but because of their, um, ability to lead people and ability to um, influence people yeah and for
0: sure.
1: I think that goes beyond financial success I think that also applies to I mean obviously it applies to like emotional success and happiness in your life and and um, a lot of other good and important things
0: happy relationships really
1: Yeah, I think, I think that all comes from your ability to, yeah, make happy relationships. You know, I don't, I don't know of any happy people in life who, who are mean to everybody. So,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Usually when people are mean, they have some weird underlying issue that, I don't know, it goes back to like trying to understand people rather than criticizing them. Yeah. But. I mean, it's way easier to appreciate people when they are nice.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: It it, it kind of goes both ways. Like, when someone's nice to you, you feel you, you want to be their friend. Um, which, honestly, like, when you're sincerely nice to someone, it just rapidly goes to a friendship in my opinion at least when you like first meet them cuz you just want to be that person it's like what you said you get that compliment you like that person you want to be their friend
1: mhm yeah um give a shout out to to Logan Schneider just popped into my mind probably one of the nicest guys i've ever met um if he ever listens to this
0: i'll send him a link
1: yeah, if he ever listens to this, I'm showing him some real appreciation. But um, he was he was a neighbor of mine and Garrett's for a few years, two years, and uh, just a really good dude. Great at um, giving appreciation, great at listening to people. Um, I mean, this is probably just going to go to his head because everybody loves him because he's so good at this. But uh, yeah. um, I think he was just a really good example of – of showing people appreciation and serving people and, um, making people feel important. He always made me feel important. So, yeah. Um, and that kind of leads one other thing that Dale writes near the end of the chapter is, um, I'll just read the quote. He says, try leaving a friendly trail of little sparks of gratitude on your daily trips. You will be surprised how they will set small flames of friendship that will be rose beacons on your next visit. Yeah. And I feel like that's where it kind of comes to like applying this to your daily life. Um, the more you show appreciation for people, I mean, the more you get out of it, but I mean, it's just kind of like a, like a, what's the word, A, a cycle, you know? Um, yeah, it's not the right word. I can't think of it. But it's obviously a, a repeating cycle that, that will just produce more and more good results for you as you go if you strive to think of others and show that appreciation for others.
0: Yeah, just be nice to people. Again, that's all people want. They just want to be appreciated. Um, one more thing that I'd like to clo- probably close the podcast with is something that Andrew Carnegie said or what he did rather he um uh, he praised his associates publicly as well as privately be nice to people when they're right in front of you and when um and when they turn their back on you basically when they're not around it it shouldn't matter if they're around or not just show appreciation for them and and be nice and people will like you you'll be a, people will want to be around you
1: that is that is good advice um yeah
0: anything anything you want to close with buddy
1: um i think we covered it i think that's all i got i appreciate your input
0: I appreciate my co-host Christian Larson so much. He's a he's a heck of a man.
1: Don't overdo it.
0: All right. <laughs> hey. uh, but but seriously, um, there's a lot of good stuff in this chapter. You y'all should read it because um, we didn't even tell half of the stories. I don't think that are in it. Not bad for a little nine-page chapter or eleven-page.
1: Yeah, chapter, whatever it was. A lot of stuff packed in there
0: yeah okay uh yep thanks for listening
1: see you next week